And we're back from hiatus, from season mid-season break. Babyatus? Baby, How do you uh, say? That sounds sure. Baby Not right. <laughs> uh, I'm here with my wife. My wife. How's it going, Jen? Hi. Hi. Uh, take two. Take two. So we tried this, what, three or four days ago? Uh, yeah, brought, on Tuesday. We brought the boy with us and uh, it didn't work. We got about nine minutes total in 90 minutes of being here. Um, and most of it is him crying because, uh, well, Jen. Yeah. I think you'd agree with me. I don't know. Hot take. Turns out babies are hard. <laughs> Why did anyone tell us before <laughs> no right one. now? All this work we've been doing to learn. No one told us. I like, I knew about swaddles. I knew about food. <laughs> I couldn't eat sushi. I knew all the things that I was supposed to do and not do, but no one told me <laughs> babies are hard. Oh man. I just think of my mother saying those exact words and like the seriousness and like the gravity with which my sweet, sweet Southern mother. Yeah. Her face like just, turned a different. Yeah. yeah. She goes to a different place when she and it was says, before we had the baby. I was pregnant and yeah. I was like, why would you tell us that now? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, too late. <laughs> so it's the first week of October. Um, fingers crossed this episode comes out in the next week. Uh, you know, everything's a crapshoot these days. Um, but we make a lot of plans and we like, I'm kind of a planner. Yeah. I want to check all the options. I want the fastest route. I'll check ways eight times in while we're on the way. I'll check mm -hmm. all the train ride options. <laughs> like when I'm trying to go somewhere, I like pathologically look up flights to see how best time and cost there. Mm -hmm. We make a lot of plans. Mm -hmm. We follow through on about 12% of them these yeah, days. We mean to, we mean right to, yeah. <laughs> we really mean to. And we like, Get in motion most of the time and just have to give up. Yeah. Or something changes and you go or I go or yeah. something happens. Uh, a 100% no man left behind uh, mentality doesn't really work yeah, anymore. It just no. doesn't, doesn't happen. You're better um, at it than I am. I had a really hard time. I still have a hard time leaving the house uh, well, with the baby. <laughs> so let's fill in that because I don't want uh, you just going out there saying that I'm better at it without context so people understand why I am better at it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> We're four months in right now. Yeah. Um, he's 17 weeks old, which we've been off for a week. Whoopsies. We've been off by a week for a few weeks now, but he's 17 weeks old right now. Um, four months. Uh, yeah, let's just do a quick recap. Let's catch everyone up <sighs> to speed. Let's catch us up to speed. I don't really remember yesterday, so let's go back and talk through. Can we just mention how your mom gave us, your mom is really good at keeping track of everything. She has like picked <laughs> photos from like every, like, week of your childhood all four of you guys like she's uh -huh. so good at it we've got like 12 photos of this baby uh -huh. um she has like a day-by-day -day account of what you guys all did and when and mm -hmm. we have a day-by-day -day account from june until july when your mom was with us uh -huh. on and off we have a really sweet little like lion king diary mm -hmm. to keep track of all of the milestones and day-to-day yep. -day stuff and all the fun things that happen yep. and the last entry is the Day my mom left. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing has happened since the last time we spoke. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and we're not even like really blasting him on social media that much. Yeah. So there's, we'll have my no fear, recollection. My fear is we think we're doing this thing, you know, like there's this whole sharenting scare mm -hmm. these days that, and I, you know, I kind of fall on that side of things. Like we're just putting baby pictures out there all the time. And 
personally, I love seeing all of my friends' babies. I don't fall into the category of like, I don't care about your baby. I don't want to see your baby. Mm-hmm. And I know people want to see our baby. Some people want to see our baby. <laughs> I'm just kind of nervous to put his picture out there all the time. Well, you were saying that you could very easily like backtrack and learn his name, his birthday, his parents' name, where he lives. It wouldn't like, even take work to figure right. out what his passwords to things are, right. like, you know. Or what our passwords to things right, are now. Right, right. Um, so it's just like a lot of information out there right away. But I have this fear that um, he's going to grow up and we'll have done that and we'll have been about the only parents that did that. And he's just going to be like, did you, you just love not me? love me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't, you didn't take pictures of me. Why weren't you posting about me? You didn't care about me? I mean, this is definitely genetically from my side of the family. When I asked my mom, I remember in middle school, we had to do a, um, a family tree starting when our family came to America. And for me, it's both of my grandparents are, uh, were the immigrants that came here. Um, and so mine was a family cactus. It was just the grandparents, (laughs) my parents and me and my sister. And my mom legitimately, I was only in sixth grade, but at that point could not find a, fa- a baby picture of me. And I was like, it wasn't that long ago. This is really rude. Um, and I feel like I am now going to do that to our child, even though it's much easier to take photos and store them. That's I'm still going to be like, there's probably one from your childhood. Let's find it. Yeah. Um, and the truth about that is um, who Katya Blitchfield posted an article about sharenting um, and it had a section about the cloud so like the truth is anyone with any kind of technological savvy, mm-hmm. is that right? That's the way you would say yeah. that. Um, I don't have to put it on you, Instagram. You don't have any because you don't even know what it's called. Yeah, no, I don't. Come on. Sorry. Come go on. Ahead. Um, yeah. Thanks for taking 10 seconds. To just, <laughs> I appreciate that. Anyway, uh, any pictures that we take that we like put in drive or we put in the cloud, anyone with any tech savvy is going to get those anyway. Yeah. So maybe we should just be whoring out our son on Instagram anyway. Um, okay, here we go. He's real cute. He's real cute. That's the thing. I don't want to give it away for free. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta pay for those, gotta big, earn, those big, big blues. That's baby right. Caleb's photos. That's right. Um, so yeah, we don't keep track of anything. So it's going to be fun to go back and try to recap the last four months, but let's give it a shot. Um, the last time that I was on here admitting, um, that I felt like a failure as a father and that I didn't, uh, think I was doing a good job at all, um, was right after, I had surgery, but let's Tarantino this and let you catch up with to that point and then go past if you want. What were the first three months like for you? Uh, Go. I barely remember. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it is what everyone says it is that, and I don't think it's ever, but I don't think it was ever stated like this to me, or maybe I just didn't understand it because I was not there. Um, The um, I can't, I literally don't have words right now because yeah. I'm so tired. And that's what I'm trying to get at that. The sleep deprivation <laughs> is real. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we had a little bit of a problem before, um, having kids where we needed to be the last people standing at any event that we went to, Yeah, whether we were having fun or not, we'd be the, we would we close literally down everything. held people captive at our own yeah. wedding. It was 4am. Like, people were sneaking out of the after, yeah. after party because we wouldn't let them leave. Right. Um, Yeah, we don't, we have a problem. We don't go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I felt like I was mildly prepared to not have sleep and still be able to function. Like I, you know, I mean, sometimes be able to have a weekend after a very late night and go to work all the time. Like I was, I was responsible after being irresponsible. Right. Um, 
but there's always that like, well, as long as I make it through work today, then I can go home and go to sleep at 7 PM tonight. And I still have that in my brain. Like, I still yeah. think that sometimes I can do that. Like, oh, I'm really tired. But once I get home then I can just chill out and then I have to think, oh no, you will never do that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's no catching up. There's no feeling better. There's no. I just had to take that thought out of my head because yeah. it's so. What, I don't need to think it. If you accidentally have that yeah, thought, that's, then it's so yeah. sad to realize. Yeah. It's kind of like labor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> JK. Um, I mean, I'm not going to even respond to it if you would. <laughs> sure. Sure. I guess it's You're like, like, this one's over. You, oh no, there's another contraction. <laughs> it's been 30 seconds. You just can't. You just have there's to. There's no relief, right? Yeah, there's always remember. something to do. Yeah. Or he's always awake or he's yeah. always needing something. Yeah. And even like, this is what I think. I think maybe parents, even when you take a pause before you can even say the words that you're trying to think of, I feel like parents are going to understand what that pause is. But it's like you just literally learn a new language and a new way of communication once there's a kid in your life. And I used to think that was really like condescending when parents would talk like that. Like, I just can't describe it, but it's the hardest and best thing that's ever happened to me. And I'm like, those words are dumb words. You're like a bad writer. That's, <laughs> that's bad writing. Yeah. It's like, like a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, tag don't line. call something indescribable. That's stupid. Yeah. You can't do that. Um, but now that I'm on the other side, I'm like, I don't have better words for it. This is just, it is the best thing and the hardest thing. And there should be different words for that. I just yeah. don't have them. I mean, it's, it is much more like physically demanding than I thought it would be because he weighs, you know, 15 pounds yeah. and like I can pick up 15 pounds without a problem. Yeah. But like my joints hurt from having to rock him and my back hurts from carrying him up and down stairs and trying not to let his head flop around. <laughs> and I'm often so tired that if you just told me, if you said like, sit down there for five minutes, I could, and I would fall asleep. Yeah. Like if I had that kind of, I could just, and that's not, that's not usually how I am. I can just like, turn on sleep whenever I need to, except in the middle of the night, once I've been up for a while with him, then there is no going back of to course. sleep no matter what. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. He'll only fall back asleep once he knows you're so awake that you can't go back to sleep. Right. And he wakes up when uh, you're about to eat. <laughs> yeah. No matter what. It's either food onto a plate or head onto a pillow. Right. Like he just has a sixth sense that goes, oh, uh, time <laughs> to wake up. That smells like done food. Oh, that smells like it's about to be sleep. Like it's time to wake up. Yeah. Um, and I think- so getting back to like what we've missed in the last four mm -hmm. months, I know we talked about, you had talked about the uh, pyloric stenosis surgery that he had. Yeah. I think that, I mean, we already shouted out the medical team and everyone was great and everyone treated us really well and treated Caleb really well. And I couldn't ask for better, uh, like pediatric ER nurses and doctors and stuff. And obviously we were very scared and all the things that go into that. Um, but I think that, we missed out on Caleb learning any sort of self-soothing or sleeping at yeah. that age because he was either not digesting food and it was hungry or was throwing up. Right. He couldn't settle. He wasn't right. digesting. And yeah. so now we're like at four months and he's sleeping for big chunks, but once the pacifier falls out or he gets a little hand out of a um, swaddle or he just wakes up for some reason, we're still having to help him get back to sleep, which in my like, naive pre-parenting brain. I was like, that will never be us. Right. A part of me feels like we've, like we've, we screwed that part up. Yeah. We talk, people talked about it. We knew about it. Put them drowsy, but awake, like, drowsy, but awake. Yeah. But when you um, have a kid. What's anything like not sleep training? What are, what are we calling it these days? Cause sleep training is too aggressive, but like sleep motivating. I don't know, whatever, like sleep training, but not yeah. just like letting not them just cry, cry it out, out. not yeah. cry it out, yeah. but like, yeah, drowsy, but awake. And these kinds of things, like we had these plans and now I feel like we're like, 
hovering, we're helicopter parents, yeah. but it's because he had two months of not being able to figure it out. And because we thought he also had, we weren't sure for we, the doctors thought it was pyloric stenosis and maybe a dairy allergy and like all, sorry, reflux and a dairy allergy and pyloric stenosis it was all these options that were the problem. So it was feed him and then hold him upright for 15 to 20 minutes. Right. And at that point he's falling asleep. Right. So either like we didn't have the option really to have him learn how to settle himself. And so now we're at four months and he's sleeping, you know, five and six hour chunks, but in between there. Yeah. It might, I mean, he was up for two hours last night because he needed, he had to burp and he was doing all these bodily function things in the middle of the night, but couldn't kind of get past that. Yeah. So I feel like that's been the biggest bummer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of not seeing progress in, in that yeah, as quickly sleep, as I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, the sleep, we were hoping by this point, we had like really started to figure it yeah. out and we were getting good and chunks. And when you tell someone that some people are like, oh, my kid slept 12 hours right off the bat. And then our doctor was like, Oh, 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's great. I'm like, but those are the hours I'm awake. Right. What about my sleeping hours? I need <laughs> him to sleep when I'm asleep right. because I have things to do during the day, <laughs> like stand up right. Yeah. And drive a car. Yeah. Yeah. So you've gone back to work. Uh, oh, real quick, um, because we were supposed to write a Yelp review for Dr. Dimitri Marianos and oh. we did not because uh, we're parents and we forgot that we're, we're bad at forgetting things. Uh, we're, we're bad at forgetting we're things. We're bad <laughs> about forgetting things. We're good at forgetting things. Um, but Dimitri Marianos, uh, pediatric surgeon at Wheel Cornell, I just want to say you were great. Uh, whenever we remember, I promise we will leave a glowing Yelp review. You were wonderful. Your team was great. Um, and the nurses who said you have great bedside manner were also correct. <laughs> Jen just thinks he's hot. And so do the nurses. So they're yeah, not wrong. The by the way, <laughs> dreamy doctor. The nurses were like, oh, you, you got him that you're so lucky. He has great bedside manner. And then he, this guy walks in. I'm like, this motherfucker. He strolled Come down on. the long hallway in his scrubs. And I was like, oh, I almost like clutched Jonathan's arm. Get out of here. See Grey's him? Anatomy. Get out of here. Yeah. No, but he was, he was really great. Um, and then politely as is his job and prerogative asked if we would leave a review if we were happy and I forgot to. So here's part of it. So if you're listening and you, your child needs surgery, <laughs> needs a doctor in New York, Dr. Dimitri Marianos at Wheel Cornell was great and not too bad on the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> if that's how you're selecting your surgeons. <laughs> All right. So you went back to work. I'm back at work. Yeah. Um, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and so you're home during the day. Yeah. So, which is also its own thing. Yeah. Um, well, let's do that. That's a quick little like recap because, um, you guys might've re recall my, uh, multiple shouts out to the show. Hashtag date me. My not so subtle, subtle, uh, <laughs> name dropping, uh, the show closed. So we had about a month of maybe not even a month. I don't remember. We had some weeks of both of us working, but working opposite schedules. So Jen was working during the day and I was doing the show at night. And that was kind of the plan. That was the idea. Which is great uh, yeah. because childcare is super expensive and yeah. we didn't have to worry we about that. We don't have to worry about childcare. Um, Jen is uh, enjoying her new position at work. I was happy to be doing a show off Broadway. It was kind of like best case scenario mm -hmm. in one scenario. Um, I told a friend that it was kind of like, it was everything we'd ever wanted just happening all at the same time, which yeah. is a little tough. Um, I got a new position. You got an off-Broadway gig. We had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. But it seemed like, okay, this is great. Yeah. Like we can tag team this. We don't need childcare. Childcare is prohibitively expensive in New York yeah. city. And also um, just finding someone to care for a, you know, three month right. old. It's like, 
Right. How do you, where do you start? Um, but we also quickly realized. (laughs) Welcome to the suck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, and again, like there's just no relief. I'm not sure any of these versions have relief. Well, also let's, um, you were doing an eight show a week Mm -hmm. stint, which means you were not home on the weekends at all. You left at noon and got home at all day, both days of the weekend or 11 PM. And I was taking classes on Sundays. So we had one of our parents come and stay for the most part with Caleb on Sundays, but it meant that, you know, a lot of people that have opposite schedules have like a day off together or have like, um, sometimes two days off or something like that. And we just didn't have, we had zero days of anything. We just didn't see each other. Um, And not even that we didn't ever, we didn't ever have a co-parenting time. We're always doing it. We didn't see, we didn't have a, uh, chance to be in our relationship, which I don't want to step on a section later, but we'll get into that. Uh, but like, and I think we were a pretty good team about it, but we just had to be a team and not much of like a marriage at that moment. Like that was just our position. I mean, we were also both like, I felt like we were both nannies. Like we would have to, one of us would come home. The other one would explain what happened for the day and then like high five and go to the other one would leave as opposed to like talking about them, like making dinner together and sitting down and like, right. there was no, it was just really like a chart no basically. It yeah. was like full-time baby. For me, it was like morning, go get up between six thirty and seven baby time. He's not napping. Great. Sometimes he might nap a little bit, whatever. Yeah. We got, we got in like a better nap schedule shortly after the show closed, which <laughs> yeah. was a kind of a bummer. I know. So it's like, go, go, go baby time all day, which like, uh, it feels like it's kind of antiquated now for anyone to think that a uh, stay-at-home parent is not a hard job. But if yeah. anyone out there does think that, you're a fucking moron. It's, I mean, like, I'm not surprised that it's hard. I just now know for a fact that it is hard. Exactly um, how hard it is. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, so there were like, days that, like, you'd be like, things went well. I met our friend for breakfast. Sure. We had coffee. We took a walk. He took some naps. I got some stuff done. And then other days, I would come home and you were, like, in pajamas still being like, nothing happened today. I just kept us both alive. And that was like barely the case. Yeah. And so when the show was running, it was like, go from that directly to work. Where you had to like, and then come home on stage, not just like sitting at a desk taping, Uh, which has its own. Yeah. It's its own tiring, but you had to like literally perform. Um, And then come home and try to get some sleep. And then on the other hand, you were, uh, also doing one or two overnight feedings usually because we're least, trying yeah. to breastfeed instead of bottle feed overnight. Um, cause we've been gone all day. You weren't able to breastfeed during the day. So like this whole, so you're, you're not getting a whole lot of sleep. Then you're out the door at seven 30. You're working all day. You come home at four, you take over immediately because I have to get ready to leave soon. So nobody had a break. Talk about right. no relief. There was just like, there was no time. Not only was there no time to co-parent, there was no time to even rest yourself. Right. And that was seven days a week, seven days a week. Well, you had one day off. I had, Tuesdays so we had one off, evening but it was together. Your, it was a work day. So like, yeah. So we had one we had evening together. One evening it. together. Yeah. Um, so then the show closed and uh, uh, my, my ego and my performer side uh, that hurt, but I will be honest and say that it was not the worst thing for yeah. our family. I was, um, it was a very strange uh, mix of emotions for me because <laughs> I felt like I was with you guys on the ride the whole yeah, time. And absolutely. like, especially because Caleb was born during it. I felt like that cast and that crew was like, you know, with us the whole time when this like crazy life changed. They were so, not, they were so great to Absolutely. you about like giving you time off and yeah. um, understanding what this kind what this craziness was like. Um, and then, so I was like sad for that part to be over. I was sad for the paycheck yeah. to be over. I was sad for you 
to not be performing like on a very regular basis. But I was also so delighted <laughs> that yeah. I didn't have to do every bedtime. I didn't have to do every weekend and that you, I could come home and take him from you and you could do something for you. And then we could get back together an hour later and yeah. like make dinner. Yeah. It kind of, I mean, certainly right now it has worked out better for, for our family. Yeah. I mean, those people, the whole team, the whole cast shouts out to the casting yeah. crew, hashtag date me. They're great to us during all that. They were in love with Caleb. Uh, they were great some, to me. We got some great babysitters out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, boy. Uh, shouts out to Caitlin Black, not mm -hmm. just the fan favorite of Heart of Dixie. Uh, <laughs> fan favorite of our heart. Of, <laughs> <laughs> uh, her, her new biggest fan is Caleb. So whoever out there is running her fan club, uh, you got some, some competition coming your way. Um, but seriously, Caitlin, the, the whole team was great. Lauren Lataro, the director, was super great about giving me time that I needed to be with the family. Um, Which was unexpected. We like absolutely understood that you were going to be yeah. out of commission as a parent for like right. the beginning of this, yeah. at least. Um, and it was not the case. They were was great. Cool yeah. about it. Everyone was great. The uh, Yeah, the whole cast was great about it. I miss you guys. We're getting sidetracked. Our brains are mushy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to work here. Uh, show closes. I'm a stay-at-home dad. Um, I'm doing some, some shows at night, but rarely I'm doing a couple of the Batsu show shouts out to Batsu, uh, doing some TV here and there where I can, but that is like its own new challenge of like finding day off babysitters, right? Finding. And luckily my mom who has Caleb right now, mm -hmm. um, lives close enough that she can come, but she still works too. So it's not like a, oh no, we have, I mean, you just shot a TV show that, and you found out two days before that you were going to be on right. set twice in that next week. And so luckily I was off one day. My mom took a day off of work, but like, that's not a sustainable right. practice. Right. Exactly. Um, so it's just, I don't know. I guess it's, it's kind of like what Caitlin talked about. Um, once there was a child and she was trying to have a career and she was a stay at home parent, it's just a lot to juggle. Yeah. Um, and it just is. And it's, it, and the like flexibility of your, of your career and her career is great because it does mean that you don't have to look for a like childcare from nine to five, whatever you, right. you could save that kind of money. You could hang out with your kid. You have a lot of like options. The downside is everything is last minute. There is no planning ahead. Right. There is no, uh, having a set schedule. There's nothing, there's nothing that you can really put on paper and be like, this is what we're sticking to right. because someone's going to come up the next day or the next hour that you can't plan for. Right. And then on the other side of that, like your job is very stable and very structured which is great, but then also doesn't give wiggle room. So you know you have to leave and you know you have to work until this time. Right. And in fact, sometimes you're late because of things happening at work. I am not late to work. No, no, no. I mean, late coming, <laughs> late coming home from work. It's like, because, don't get me in trouble with the union no, 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 and the DOE. No, because you're working hard to put out fires at work. Yeah. Um, and in the morning, like sometimes Caleb will wake up a little bit later than he's supposed to or a little bit earlier. And I need to like, he'll, I'll be like feeding him and handing him to you mid suck yeah. because I just need to leave and there's no, there's no wiggle room on that side. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me feels like, um, we were just a few years late to really capitalize on this as a stay at home dad, who's aware of what's going on because there are just more of us now. Like I, yeah. I have so many dad friends and I meet so many people who, um, whose partners, wives or partners just <laughs> frankly have better jobs and make more money. And so I just know more stay at home dads. 
Um, you were saying that you were walking with Caleb the other day, like on our street. And I was like, oh, and you were clipping his fingernails. Yeah, I fell asleep. And I, so I was clipping his fingernails. And I was like, yeah. Jonathan, you can't do that kind of stuff out. The people don't think that we like are like vagabonds, like roaming the streets <laughs> with our baby. You can't, don't do that. And you were like, oh no, there's like a whole life that happens while you're at work. Yeah, with, there's a whole club. Yeah. It's just, with like a lot of knowing nods and like yeah. size and, and looks. Yeah. At each other. Uh, alternate side parking starts at nine 30 <laughs> on our block. So at about nine o'clock, you'll see about 15 people pushing strollers around until they get their baby to go to sleep so they can get in the car and move the car. I would like to um, retract my statement about you can't plan anything specifically and you can't be on a schedule <laughs> because the only thing that we really, the only schedule that we stick to is the alternate side parking schedule when you have to move a car. Yeah. That's like the only thing but that like, you've been consistent with. It's only, I'm only like prepared to get to the car. Right. Just like <laughs> handfuls of stuff and Caleb in the car seat and just throw it in the car. At like and, nine, oh, 29 yeah. and 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's barely, barely planned, barely structured. Uh, so now here we are. We're figuring yeah. it out pretty well. I feel like we're four months in. Everyone keeps saying it gets some, easier. It, there, it's, different. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, it is slightly easier than it was when I, I mean, when it's newborn, cause I think part of it is, and this is talking about what's changed between last time and now, um, those like first two and a half months were also way harder than I thought they would be in that your entire life and brain power and physical being is revolving around keeping this little tiny human alive. Um, and he gives you no reactions. Yeah. There is not a smile. There was not. It's stuck. I mean, they, they barely he move their heads yeah. like to look in the direction. He like, deigns to look at you. And yeah. Like, oh, oh, did he there look at me? There it is. There it is. Oh, I wiped his butt all day. I make sure he eats and wears yeah. clothes. Did he look at me? He might've looked at me. And he's like not even a crier. So yeah. uh, it was, and then all of a sudden there was like some, some knowing smiles. Like he meant to smile. Yeah. And that was a game changer. And then since then there's been some like, uh, you know, you can tell the microphone's on, <laughs> like, is this thing on? You like make a joke and he laughs at you or you make a noise and he thinks it's funny and can track you across the room. And, um, I should not admit to this, but my mom came to babysit him on Thursday this week and, uh, he got scared of her and I was like, Oh, he likes his best. <laughs> it's official. Yes. He likes his parents. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well now he needs, she needs to babysit you. So you have to like her too. But there's like all these little tiny things that you're like, oh, okay, yeah. he's growing and developing. Typically I'm like still alive. He's, you know, yeah. there'll be some naps that are two hours long. And you're like, we've done it. This is a good stretch. But so, I'll say this too. And that you're right. That is all great. And it's really fun and like strangely, incredibly rewarding to have these mile, these little milestones right. come up and like, figure out how to, I I'm not even like working on new jokes with him now because I just got <laughs> one that works. And I just do it all the I time. I mean, the fact like, that you are so proud that you have a joke that works. Uh, and I yeah. feel like it is cementing you as the fun parent, even this early. <laughs> it's not fair. Um, but a weird thing that's happened for me that I've had to be really aware of is we have watched him grow into this, this person that kind of has his own personality now and is kind of figuring things out, but that's the bar still really low. And so when he, is being a shithead. He's not being a shithead. I have to like, right. remember that. Like he doesn't actually know things. He did not mean to kick that bottle out of my hand or scratch my face. Like those things were not intentional. So I'm holding him. It's 2 AM. He's crying or he's not even crying. He's just doing a weird talky yell that he does, oh, which is just gosh. like, he just he's wants such to hear a lecturer himself. Like, these days. <laughs> yeah. 
He just talks nonstop. It's not even upset crying. He just talks nonstop. So I'm listening to that for hours, trying to get him to go back to sleep. He's not. And I don't like cutting his fingernails and you don't always have time to, cause I've, I have twice nicked his thumbs. And so I'm just out of the fingernail clipping game for the moment. And I'm happy to um, do it, but he's always swaddled when I see him because yeah. I'm always just trying to put him to sleep. Yeah. So he ends up more days than I wish with long fingernails. Um, and so, yeah, like it's 2 AM. This is a, a very real moment that sticks in my head now. And I think about it a lot. Now he scratches me. He kicks the bottle out of my hand and I'm, I have no, I have no, nothing in my tank. I'm exhausted. So my patience is low and my like temper is possible. And you, I got, temper? <laughs> what? They don't know. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad. Like I put him down on the couch, like that whole shake, don't shake a baby lecture we had to have for hours at the fucking hospital. Post a video of it yeah. and sign off on it. Uh, I get it because I, I would put myself in the top percent of uh, the intelligence curve of people who have kids. Mm -hmm. Like of all the people who've ever had kids, I feel like I'm doing, I'm okay. Um, and you're comfortable with kids. Like you're comfortable with babies yeah. and kids. You've done it enough. Yeah. Not um, with our kid, but with kids in general, like before right. we I've had been around kids. kids. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And like, and I'm an educated person. I understand. And I'm an empathetic. I have like enough things going for me that right. in the grand scheme of creating and sustaining life, I think that I'm doing okay. And yet in this moment, I just had to put him down on the couch and I stood up the couch. But I didn't roll off. But <laughs> See, you do know. <laughs> but, but my, I was like, I'm going to shake this baby. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, want to, I want to, I'm, I'm literally going, what are you doing? I, I, why am I, I yelling at the baby? I watched it last night even <laughs> where he was up for two hours in the middle of the night, like digesting and doing all the baby functions. And I like, can your face gets this, like, like you've lost all of the tricks. Like you've done all the tricks and they haven't worked. And so you're like, it's almost like a giving up. Like, well, now what do I do? Yeah. And I can like, yeah, I'm working now on like, sometimes you got to resign yourself to sit there and rock or like just be cried at. Give it a minute. Because or I'm framing 30 it. minutes. And also like, he's not doing anything wrong. Right. He's four months old. He literally can't do anything wrong. Right. He can do things we don't like. Right, right. But he can't do anything There's no intention mean. to him yeah. doing it. Right. <laughs> so, he's not like, I don't like what we had for dinner. I'm going to throw it on the floor. Right, like, right. But like, because he, we have watched these milestones and they're so exciting like I already expect more from him. So I'm like, why are you being a dick? Oh, of course right. you're not being a dick. That's not real. I mean, That's I, just like, I have to always, I have to still think about reframing that and getting yeah. that back in my Weren't head. Weren't you mad at me early on when I kept calling yeah, you him, him an asshole. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm not going to blame this on you, but I just, I was worried. Of course we don't mean that, but I was worried we're going to get, we're going to say it's it like, so often that we are going to start like going down that called, path. Uh, in therapy when you, you think good thoughts and then you believe them. Like, sure. What's the, the secret? No, I don't know. No, no, no. Um, uh, cognitive. Oh, CBT. CBT. Yeah. yeah. It's like you think a certain way and then you start acting that way. I'm right? not sure a therapist Megan would agree with you. That's exactly what that is. But sure. Yes. But, do, but yes. you're worried it would be backwards. That like, <laughs> yes. If we kept yes. calling him an asshole enough, we would think he is one and then <laughs> right. not like him anymore. Right. Um, when we started endowing him with real descriptions like that, like, like personality traits, I was worried. And that's exactly how I feel now. Like. I mean, only in those moments when I'm tired and frustrated, then I, then the temptation is to think it is to endow him with he's asshole yeah. traits, right, right. which he's not like, he's right. just, he's not, he's a baby. He's a baby. Um, 
And as soon as I can like reframe that, it's still frustrating. It still sucks. Yeah. But it's not like I'm going to be mad at him. Right. Because he's being right. an asshole. He's just going to like vain. write it down in your, well, if we wrote things down in books, <laughs> that's what we would do. Yeah. And luckily like, he doesn't get notes about bad <laughs> right. days because we don't write anything down. <laughs> it's like when he's eight, be like, you know what? You want a bike? Look what you did to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I'll be like, oh yeah, prove it on Instagram. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> damn it. I can't. I mean, we didn't do enough. You had talked about Caitlin before. Um, like she talked a lot about how time flies that she was like, after I give birth, I'm going to be up and moving. I'll be like, you know, in a couple months, I'll be back at the gym and I'll be back at work. And then she's like, how has it been six months? And that's exactly how I feel that like. Yeah. We were literally it. surprised today. It was 17 weeks. Yeah. We were kind of wrong about the like week. So then, much has happened and nothing has yeah. happened. We're like, everything's exactly the same, but now he can grab things that he wants. He can <laughs> yeah. smile. Like that's not yeah. life changing, but it, I feel like he's been with us for so long and that he should be older and he should be like, yeah. and then you think, oh, he's only four months he's only and four months. he's only crying because he needs to burp or like right. something's not going right. Right. He yet. doesn't have opinions <laughs> right. yet. So anything that's happening is a real visceral thing that's right. happening. Um, and there might not always be a quick fix to it, but it's not like he's just, he doesn't, he's disappointed in you right now or like he's not disobeying on purpose. Right. He just has their visceral things. And I just have to remember that. Right. Um, you mentioned Caitlin. I know we did before too. Uh, I was thinking about the the episodes um, that we had. And again, there's still like five in the can that we'll be rolling out after this. So this is our mid season break reannouncement. And then from here on, we've got another few from that are actually back from before birth that I recorded um, with some great advice. Uh, and we'll get to those, but just to kind of like go back, um, I was having fun re-listening to the episodes and you and I were talking about some of the things that those people talked about mm -hmm. and like if they hit for us, if they didn't hit for us, um, like in just like a real product way, Gelpie talking about the non-Wi-Fi uh, monitor. Smartest man alive. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Think what a good call. Remember when we were dating and moving in together and with realized after we finally moved in together for real, when we got an apartment that had a dishwasher, that if we had not gotten dishwasher, we probably would not have stayed together. Yeah. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but that's really, that's real. That is like real talk. Um, I kind of feel like if we had a Wi-Fi monitor and could check on each other, we might not sure. still be doing this parenting <laughs> thing as a couple. I feel like at work or if you were away, you would just like, Oh, I mean, you would just check be, in just to see it'd what be another was, addiction. I right. don't know that I would be checking in to like judge you and make sure. No, but it would have, right. I think it would happen by accident. Cause you'd be like, sure. why is he not in bed? Or why is she rocking him? We're trying to drowsy, but awake. What sure. is she doing? That kind of There's thing. a little bit, we have to be careful with that. And I have to like watch myself and, um, not going to tell you that you have to, but maybe it's something to think about too. Like the, the, the tone in those times when we're passing off what happened for the day so far. And you'll be like, this is a made up example, but it would be something like, oh, it's um, made up, no, it really is. Cause real. I'm sure as shit, not going to use a real one. This is, a <laughs> <laughs> we're already a little test. We don't actually bring it up, but it would be like, it would be like, uh, oh, he, uh, he skipped a nap today. So, um, we're getting ready for another one now. And I'll be like, oh, he just skipped one. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, you know, those kind of things that like, I mean, he was really of, busy, had papers to write. <laughs> yeah. He had meals to cook. Yeah. yeah he just wasn't tired. <sighs> he just, oh, he just, he just wasn't tired. Oh, huh? our okay. four month old baby okay. decided he wasn't tired. Cool. Okay. That cool, happens. Cool. Great. Um, but also sometimes things happen, you know, like I'll have him out and I'll have had a great plan for how I'm going to get him to nap. And then it doesn't really happen. So then I have to be like, fuck, I have to tell her that nap wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But so I just like, I you, know. But you have a really good way of doing it. Cause you tell me when you're in like the most exasperated way possible, like, oh, I couldn't get anything done. So I couldn't even be mad that you somehow didn't nap our child. I have to think, oh, he's really pissed that he didn't get his stuff done. So now I can't yell at you. Yeah. So you do it really well. I mean, first of all, I very much mean that. That's all very I know, genuine. I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, shout out to Pam McDaniel, who uh, this is a true story. I was in sixth grade and I got in the car after school one day. It was my first time getting detention. What did you get detention for? Uh, talking back to my computer teacher. She Sounds sucked. about right. She sucked. <laughs> Um, uh, she I did, think the she South did gives suck. attention a lot easier than the North. I um, never, detention was not like, but a it was thing like, but happened. it was like a, 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 like the next day I'm going to have detention you because plan for it. Yeah. Because yeah. my mom's already on her way. Like it's like at noon, I can't get detention right. that keeps me to school till three 30 because you got things there's to no way Pam McDaniel's going to let that happen. She's already in route, but maybe I just, she, maybe if she did, then you'd be a little less mouthy these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's what happened. I got in the car. And, uh, it wasn't like I was proud of it, but just to make sure the facts of the day were all communicated. I said, Oh, by the way, mom, I got detention. I have to stay late tomorrow. And she got mad about it. And I was like, well, yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. I mean, I got in trouble. I talked back to a teacher. I got detention. That's the way that works. I understand that she kind of sucks. So, <laughs> and then I got in trouble at home for getting detention. And I was like, wait, you can get in trouble for getting in trouble. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And then my mom said, Jonathan, you wouldn't have gotten in trouble if you could have just acted like the first one bothered you enough. <laughs> so I was like, oh, if you just Here's cry, if you just cry sooner, the punishment ends sooner. <laughs> so, so now I just heighten up. If I'm like, once I admit this, is this going to be something that upsets her? If I'm more upset than she is, <laughs> will that balance out? And then you, it's like a double win. You get to complain about the thing that made you upset. And then, <laughs> yeah. I, ha then I have to like. Uh, my day has been uh, so hard. I know you work so hard. Thank you so much for all that you do. <laughs> I was kind of uh, killing myself for a while. They're trying to get everything done at home. Like trying to. It's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. So, and so like, I just didn't, I thought this has to be possible. I'm just being kind of a little bitch about it. It has to be possible. Um, You're like all, all these stay at home moms, I could do it better. <laughs> no, no. I, I think there are some that do it really well. I mean, look, I'm sure everyone does it well. I'm not, this is saying some do it well. is not a judgment on anyone else, but I mean, like, I'm sure some do it poorly. I'm sure some do it. People poorly. do things poorly. But like there are some people who somehow figure out how to like keep a nice house and have dinner ready and, and have more than one and kid. have more than one kid. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking every day is like, this is possible. People do this. Um, and I just, was getting buried by the avalanche every day. And so yeah. then it got to the point where I'd be like, ah, I can't wash all those bottles right now. Sorry. Like they'll be done by tomorrow or you can do them, but I can't, <laughs> I can't do those. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really had to like pick my own battles, uh, which is maybe a piece of advice I would give pick mm -hmm. battles at, at home. Don't you can't fight every front at home. Yeah. Um, like Justin talked a lot about finding a routine. Um, and I've been trying to do that with the home stuff too. Like, okay, it's not just because if you look at childcare at home, if you like, I have a baby at home and I have a home anywhere I look, there's something that can be done. Yeah. So it's just not literally nonstop losing battle. You're fighting like, on every possible front. Yeah. And we're like, for real first time parents, we're like, we didn't put him down for a couple of months because yeah. we're like, <laughs> he can't sit up. He can't do anything. We'll just hold him. And now like, 
this morning, in fact, he was just played in his little play mat for like 10 minutes by himself, pulling on things and doing stuff. And I was like, oh, it's okay to not have him yeah. fully entertained at all times. And that's, we were that's something that I kind, kind of We were kind of helicopter parents. Yeah. And I, I think part it's, of it I think it's more this... just first time parents. We're like, it's yeah. all brand new. He's the focus. Yeah. Whenever we're with him. And he was really, I mean, he was sick. He, was, yeah. he had a problem. So he was really uncomfortable a lot. There was always something kind of wrong for the first time. I was like afraid months. he's going to choke on his own yeah. spit up. For so again, months. we're first time parents and also still kind of new at it. Yeah, a little gun shy about it. The real stuff. Um, but I always think about Justin talking about finding a routine. Um, one thing that I will say, Michelle talked a lot about uh, finding time for each other yeah. as a couple. And like, we haven't been great about that, but I'm yeah. also not going to kick our ass for that because it has been tough. We're also mm. like, I mean, what we're saying about our schedules, we just legitimately didn't have. Right. We couldn't have found time together, even if we wanted to. Right. Um, and I'm in that class. So like, we'll start to find time together, like around the holidays, and I, I think, think that is like, when that's like a good goal. Well, and yeah, we can. Yeah, we, we can be a little more intentional. We're going to a concert Monday night. Thanks, Random. my dad and yeah. stepmom for uh, giving yeah. us tickets that Thanks they couldn't use. Tickets to Phil Collins. What? Does he last that long? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that is definitely something that, like, I feel like we can admit we can do better about. Yeah. Um, Even like when we're home together, we're not always great at. Yeah. Well, because I mean, the truth is, like we were saying, like now that we are home together, sometimes, like, what? Now I'm supposed to put more energy into this other thing. Like, can't <laughs> we just sit? Yeah. Like, can't we just watch? Ben Platt be a rich kid in a <laughs> high school trying to run for student body. I mean, president. that is our like, spending time together. Like we'll yeah. eat near each other and watch TV the same show together. Yeah. I the chance to like let my body and mind kind of sit for a minute. Yeah. Which is which also isn't great. I mean, the thing is like, I know our marriage is its own uh organism. It needs to be taken care of. Um I feel like we're not not doing that. Yeah. We just like also need to be aware that we can get that back into the into the frame uh, as its own thing sometimes. Like we do a good job, our partnership, I think, uh, we do a really good job of taking care of each other in this new. Mm -hmm. We're good, like, this is gonna sound wrong. We're good at roommates. Like we work well yeah. living in a small space with each other and a yeah. baby, like we can. I'm also very much in love with you. Like we're right, not right, just right. good, That's but we are. Bad. Yeah, like we the are also, of yes, it, we're of, good the, at. of the things that go into having a partner. A healthy relationship. Some people, can be in love and be bad roommates. Right. And we right. are good roommates. Right, right. Um, but yeah, we can probably put a little more effort into like the romantic side of things. Like like, putting on some pants and leaving the house sometimes. Yeah, maybe we put on pants sometimes. Maybe we take off pants sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's been a minute All the too. Things. <laughs> but we've got our sober October challenge going right now, which yeah. is kind of like um a point system. My everything, every time we hit one of our points for one we of our like five, five things, items we have five items, five goals for every day. We do those things, you get a point. Um, mine are no drinking, uh, workout for an hour, study hall for an hour, drink a gallon of water, and don't order any food, any takeout <laughs> food. What are yours? Mine is also uh, drinking water and also working out. Or a gallon of water, a gallon specifically. Of water. Not just any Drinking water. some water. <laughs> um, we have very different standards. <laughs> well, speaking of different standards, mine is like, instead of working out for an hour, because I literally don't have an hour from when I get home from work until I need to go to sleep with yeah. uh, the baby and this school that I'm doing. Uh, so doing some sort of physical exertion, mm -hmm. which I have done once since this started. Um, 
and eating only one bad food item during the day instead of the 12 that I was uh, eating. I mean, Halo Top barely counts as a bad food. It's like a protein ice cream. Halo Top was like the least of my problems. But then we were on that Ben and Jerry's non-dairy kick for a while. That shit is so good. And I just found out that one of my coworkers would come into the office every day and give the other people in uh, that I share the office with some like, some like pastries and stuff. And finally someone was like, Jen, why don't you ever have one? I was like, no, I'm okay. But why do you keep having, why do you have these every day? And she's like, oh, my husband works for the bakery or owns the bakery or something. So literally every day we get like a bag of things to choose from. And I had not done that until this week when I broke the seal. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be my one thing. And I can't even do it every day because I will die. I'll go into food coma at 9 a.m. That's just sabotaging your challenge. You can't. Yeah. So anyway, it's one bad food item, drinking a gallon of water, working out some capacity, um, at least one hour of like doing work or study hall um, and doing at, doing one household chore like or household chore. something yeah. that needs to be done yeah. so that our house does not uh, fall apart. Yeah. And that's um, all between the hours of 4 p.m. and, you know, 9. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, you can start drinking water sooner. And I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's when I can check off pretty early. But you had the idea recently um, at the beginning of the month, too, that we'll add uh, sex as a bonus point. <laughs> so anytime we do that. And I'll, talk, I'll go ahead and say this. That can count as your physical exertion. No matter how. <gasps> a twofer. No matter how much or a little of the hour that it was supposed to be. <laughs> or how much exertion I put into yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I'll give you that. Just uh, <laughs> just a little incentive. Cool, cool. Um, and look, I was also telling this to someone recently. Uh, like, I feel like maybe we've moved past this too. But in case we haven't, like the trope of like being a sitcom husband who's like, we never have sex ever since we had kids. Like, that's not a one-sided complaint. I often don't want to have sex. Like, <laughs> I want to have sex. And then in my mind, I'm like, but I have to move for that. Yeah. Ugh, I can't. And like, I'm, I haven't brushed my teeth in a day and a half. I've got throw up on me. Some of it's my own. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what? Nothing. No part of yeah. this seems I think that's sexy. more of it is that like, you just don't feel like yourself. Like, yeah. there's no. I mean, I took a shower this morning because I was like everyone's asleep. I can just like sneak out and do that and not have to worry about something yeah. else happening. Yeah. It's that's sort of like feeling sexy is tough. Feeling like or yourself like a, at an adult, all. Like a human yeah. even. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I'm not worried about the romance of our relationship, but I'm just also aware that that's one of the things yeah. that we can work on. And um, I keep, I mean, I hope that like the sleep and like the, figuring things out that also gets easier being, you know, the older he gets, we can like go to a park and let him play and like hang out a little bit. And just right now, sex in a park. I hope there's no NYPD listening. Um, the, yeah. So like right now we're kind of in that we're coming out of the dark days as I like to call it that no one warned me about that. How rough those first like three months of him of babies not doing anything. Uh, and now we're like, he likes things. He's interested in things. He'll look around, he'll do stuff, but he's still not going to like, I hope that I go in the swings to be fair. I hope that the tongue and cheekness of that is coming across because the dark days, everyone warned us how hard it is. (laughs) But like people still now are like, Oh, I miss those infant days. It was so nice. And I have said this, Maybe it'll change. I do not think that I will miss. Yeah. The, I like this. I like what's happening right now. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think that I'm going to miss that. You, we got robbed of it a little bit. Yeah. We had a tough first two That's months. True. And it was 1,000 degrees outside. Yeah. So I was in our cave of a bedroom, rocking this baby to sleep who would not sleep yeah. for hours while the sun was shining. Everyone else was going to the beach and having fun. Yeah. And I just, I mean, yeah. I guess I hope that I miss it, but I don't think I'm going to miss it. I don't know. Uh, when I was on set this week, uh, I was working with the actress Stacy Rocca, who you might know from uh, Mindhunter. Um, oh. yeah, no, she was in The Office, too, um, the original. Um, but oh. wonderful actress, also a very cool person, very cool lady, and a mother of two. And I was asking her for like a bit of advice while we were on set. Uh, and she said, just look at them. When it gets to be a lot, when it's a bad moment, really stop and look at them. And I just since then I've kind of done that. And I, I, I do think I'll miss like certainly these, these days. Yeah. Um, and even when he was littler, like I look at pictures, I'm like, yeah, that was fucking sweet. He, that was there really is, sweet. Yeah. Let me, I guess I should say, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you. I understand. It was like yeah. hard. But there's something very bittersweet about like we've gotten rid of our newborn clothes and like he's in a little yeah. crib instead of a bassinet. Like it's weird that things are changing. And I know everyone's like time slow down when they, you know, show up pictures of their kids that are whatever. But yeah, uh, I that I, maybe maybe the better way to say it is like that very, very newborn was not my favorite stage. And we're only four months. Totally. <laughs> and that's that's completely valid. Uh, I just mean like all like. I would still call this all one phase. This is all still. Yeah. I guess for me, newborn, it feels different right? because I was home yeah, with him for three months. You've definitely got two yeah. different sections. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can tell that I'm going to miss these. Like even when I'm, even when I want to shake him and I have to put him down. <laughs> if I, when I take a breath and I stop and I just look at him, it's like, how oh, this motherfucker, like yeah. this is just. You often text me uh, things like he's lucky. He's so cute when he's sleeping because he's been a little <laughs> asshole all day, but now he's asleep and uh, he's really adorable. Yeah. He's really, really cute, really sweet. And he laughs now and that's it. It's just game over. Yeah. That's just, that's it. Um, that's a pretty sweet note. Do you have something else that we need to ruin it by saying something real? Um, what you got? I just, the only thing that I really wanted to say was, I mean, we, we, I feel like have tried to collect advice and things like that from our friends, from people who, who do this professionally, who uh, I do a lot of internet research as I might, as you might have guessed from my uh, travel planning abilities. <laughs> um, I feel like the craziest thing for me so far in this learning process is that the um, like it's information overload in so many ways, but then also I can't figure out the answer to so many other things. Like, for example, we recently, Caleb recently like decided he didn't want to breastfeed anymore. He will take a bottle like a champ. He will breastfeed when he's super tired, like in the middle of the night or uh, right before bed. But there's very little chance that he's going to breastfeed. He like weaned himself for some reason, um, which is, it is what it is. It's, it's annoying because yeah. it takes twice as long to feed him. But um, I've come to, terms with that's how it's going to be for at least right now. Um, and one of the things was we should have changed the nipple on his bottle earlier. Like <laughs> we were, he was still on like on a size one, they come in different sizes. He was still on a size one because I thought the harder the bottle is, the 
more likely he will to keep breastfeeding because it'll be more like that. Um, the day that we changed that nipple, he slept the best he's ever slept. Yeah. And he was like, not that we were starving him. It was just so much work for him that it was tiring him out before he could get a full belly. Yeah. So like, how come no one tells you that kind of stuff? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, you know. I, no one, like, I didn't, he's almost in size two diapers because size one says it's up to 13 or 14 pounds. But no one warned me that around this stage, this is when that starts happening. I've got apps on, he's going to start all the milestones, the brain changing, like all of that stuff. But no one, no one, because there's so much, so much yeah, happens so, so quickly much. that you yeah. don't think like, that kind of stuff, but yeah. there needs to be like a, so for example, when we were getting married, there's a like a wedding checklist from like the knot, right? Like what you right. do six months in advance, three months in advance, the day of all that stuff. I feel like you need a checklist for parenting of like just the physical things like that. Like when to look at changing diaper size and bottle size. Yeah. And uh, I know that he eats more ounces, but I didn't know that I was supposed to change the nipple and what that effect has, you know? Yeah. Well, let's put that together. That'll be part of our book. Okay. We'll just do the nuts and bolts. You know how we're bad at even writing milestones? Yeah, we're not going to write a book. Come on. <laughs> I had to take a two month break from my podcast about being a father. To be a to father. Be a father. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to write a book. But yeah. if anybody wants to ghost write a book for us, <laughs> we'll put <laughs> in got those. got some big ideas. Kind of, yeah. So far we got uh, change the nipple on your bottle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's important. It's important. Out. It's important. Um. Yeah. So I think that that's like part of the community too, right? Like one of the things we want to do here is not just talk about what's going on, but try to build this, like, like I'm still kind of lamenting the fact there's not a dad group in our neighborhood, in our yeah. city, there's a mom group. Um, but those are the kinds of things. In it, but yes, it is. Yeah. But those are the kinds mom. of things that um, like would might go on there. Like if someone said, Hey, my kid doesn't seem to be eating as much as the book say he's supposed to. Someone might be like, oh, have you changed nipples yet? Right. You know, like that's and just kind of that, like friend communal thing when, kind of thing to say. And you're right. That's the thing that happened. And that's what these, these groups are great for that. The thing is he seemed to be eating fine. Right. It's like, I don't, we didn't know what we didn't know. And right. so I didn't even know to ask those questions. And so you're right. It's like a nuts and bolts thing that I think that. Yeah. That. Once I have a problem, I know how to go solve it and research it. Like we're having a swaddle issue with those little creepy hands keep coming out the bottom and right at his face <laughs> with these like little fingers. Yeah. He, yeah. He looks like Mr. Burns half the time from the Simpsons. Um, and so like that, I just like searched the word swaddle in this mom thing. And I yeah. had literally a thousand posts, but I don't, when I don't know that I'm doing something wrong or haven't done something, I right. don't know what, What's the question I don't know what ask. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Welcome to parenthood, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll have all the answers for you in uh, our book coming out in 2035. Uh, Written by Caleb. He'll be our ghostwriter. Yeah, yeah. All the things my parents did wrong. Right. Um, <laughs> Starting with this one. Um, There'll be no photographs in it. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Thanks for coming back, Jen. This was fun. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hope we can get together again. Let's, yeah, <laughs> this is our romantic time. This is our date time. We yeah. sent your mom away and we decided to record a podcast. Uh, now, this is good. We've got, um, we're back in the swing of things. Um, I've got a little better routine for this. And yeah, Nacelli is not here today, but is still around helping out. And so, hey, Nacelli. Hey. Hey, Nacelli. Yeah. Um, so from now until the next time I come on, what do I need to take notes on? What do, what do we need to think about? 
what? I don't know. Just keep uh, the baby alive. Keep the baby alive. Yeah. Um, what I guess you should do is listen to the next few weeks of episodes with the, okay. uh, the advice that I haven't listened to in months because <laughs> I haven't had a chance to get those episodes back out. Um, no, I think it will be good to kind of listen to some of that stuff. Joe, Joe Tex will be the next one coming up. I haven't and, heard these. Oh yeah. He's good. He's, he does. He really dives. He's the, he's a former Marine. And so he really has a great mentality for how to frame this stuff. Yeah. He's I the feel one like that originally said to me, once you realize someone's been through that before, it's easier. He's to the welcome to the suck. Uh, yeah. Inspiration. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Jay Painter, Terrence Sacramone, uh, Joe Petronio, an NYPD officer coming up, uh, these next few episodes. Cool. Um, yeah. Meredith Inglesby talks about her daughter. Um, and some, um, uh, I know that there's a phrase for it and it's your job. I'm not going to, her child daughter's with, child with autism. Yes. A child with autism. Um, people first language folks. Yeah. Good work. People first language, a child with autism. Mm -hmm. Um, so we got a lot of fun episodes coming up and there's plenty for me to remember and learn. Cool. And maybe you can just take notes on those and we'll go from there. So I'll see you when we're in college. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> All right, we'll get a date night planned for 2028. 20, he won't be in college. Nope. Then, he's real smart. <laughs> he's real smart. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Operation Dad Pod is recorded at FOU Studios in New York City, produced by Jonathan Gregg and Nicelli Vega and music by Mark Allen.